Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Hey, Merry Christmas. Christmas Eve. How wonderful. What a wonderful time of the year. Listen, if you're here with a child who's five or under, we have a a room just over there that uh, you'd be able to see and hear anything that's going on. So please make use of that room if you need to. Okay, Christmas. I'm talking about the true wonder of Christmas, and that's Jesus. Let's read from Luke 1. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy... God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favoured woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, wouldn't you be, if an angel came and said that to you? I would. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her. For you have found favour with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and he will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby will be born. The baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God, Jesus. Father, I thank you for your word. Father, I thank you for Jesus. The wonder of Christmas is not found in anything but one person and that person is Jesus Christ. And as I speak your word today, I ask, God, that they would be your words and not mine. And that people would see Jesus tonight like they've never seen him before. In Jesus' name, amen. It was quite an unusual plan that God had. It was quite an unusual plan that God put into place to save humankind. You've got to admit it, it was really quite unusual. Gabrielle, the angel, was tasked with the job of speaking to Mary to tell her that she was going to become pregnant by the Holy Spirit with the Son of God. I wonder what he thought about it. He would have received his orders, God's going to become a baby. Go to the mother and tell her to name the baby Jesus and tell her not to be afraid. Quite strange. God becoming a human. He probably thought, the heavens can't contain him. How can a body contain him? He's God. Babies need to be carried and fed and bathed and changed and burped. Babies are helpless. Can God ever be helpless? And his name, Jesus. Such a common name. There was a Jesus at the end of every cul-de-sac. Why not Eminence, or majesty, or heaven sent. Anything but Jesus. But he had his orders and so 
he had to take the message to the girl. Okay, well, she must be something special at least. And then he saw her and she wasn't a queen. She wasn't regal. She was a Jewish peasant who'd barely gotten through puberty and had a crush on a guy named Joseph. Really, God? After speaking to Joseph, and speaking of Joseph, he was just a carpenter, nothing special, a dime a dozen carpenter. Is he going to be able to look after God? Is he going to be able to feed him and protect him? It was a very unusual plan, but it was a wonderful plan. I want to ask you tonight, have you lost the wonder of what God did when he sent Jesus? Have you forgotten in the the crush and the busyness of the Christmas season, the real meaning of Christmas? Have you paused this year to remember? Have you paused to gaze in wonder at the amazing gift we have been given at the amazing, wonderful Saviour who entered the earth for you and for me? For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Have you paused to see him? What does it mean to see Jesus? Well, if we look at the Christmas story, the shepherds can tell us. For them, it wasn't enough to see the angels You'd think it would have been because those angels would have been pretty spectacular, right? Don't you think? They would have been spectacular. The night sky, it was dark and all of a sudden then it was light. Stillness erupted with a song. Simple shepherds woken from their sleep by a choir of angels. This is what it says in Luke 2. Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to all those with whom God is pleased. You know, they'd never seen such splendor. Imagine some angels coming and waking you up. But it wasn't enough to see the angels. No, they, they had to see Jesus. In Luke, it goes on to say, when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so off they went to see Jesus. And not not far behind the shepherds was a man, and his name was Simeon. And Luke tells us that Simeon was a good man. He was a good man who served in the temple during the time that Jesus was born, Luke 2.26 says this, that Simeon had received to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so Simeon saw, saw Mary with Jesus. And as soon as he saw Mary with Jesus, he knew. He knew that this was the Messiah, this here, this, this little baby that he, that he saw, this was Almighty God. And for, Sim, for Simeon, seeing Jesus was enough. Now he was ready to die. Some people have a long list, a long, long list 
of all they want to see and do before they go into eternity. They call it a bucket list. There's a movie about it. Not this man, not for Simeon. His list was simple. He didn't want to die until he had seen the maker of the world, his maker. He had to see Jesus. Luke goes on the story. Sovereign Lord, this is what Simeon said. Now let your servant die in peace. As you have promised, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. And that's the beautiful Christmas story for all people. The wise men. The wise men, they came next and they had the same desire. Like, like Simeon, they wanted to see Jesus. Like the shepherds, they weren't satisfied with what they saw in the night sky. The star that they saw was not enough. I mean, I'm sure it was spectacular. And they, they would have felt privileged to witness what they did. But for the wise men, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to see the light over Bethlehem. They had to see the light of Bethlehem. Jesus. They had to see Jesus. And they succeeded. All of those people that I've spoken about tonight, all of them succeeded. And the the wonderful, wonderful thing about this story is that Jesus was willing to be seen. He wanted to be seen. He wanted to show himself to the people who were searching for him. It didn't matter where they came from. A field looking after some sheep or a grand palace. It didn't matter if they came with an expensive gift or just a seeking heart. Everyone was welcome. You can search the whole Bible for an example of someone who was turned away from trying to see Jesus and you won't find it. You will find examples of those who weren't interested in seeking him. King Herod was one. The religious leaders, they were others. Think about it. The ratio between those who missed him and those who sought him is thousands to one. But the ratio between those who sought him and those who found him was one to one. Everyone who sought him found him. See, a long time before the words of Hebrews 11.6 were written, the promise of those words was proven. God rewards those who sincerely seek after him. Hebrews 11.6 says this, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So when Jesus had grown from a baby to a man, and he was walking around on the earth, and he was touching people's hearts wherever he went, There was another guy, and his name was Zacchaeus, and he was desperate to see Jesus. Zacchaeus wasn't even a good guy. He absolutely wasn't a popular guy. Didn't matter to Jesus. He was also a very small guy, which made it really hard for him to physically 
see Jesus because Jesus attracted a crowd wherever he went. Wherever Jesus was, there was a crowd. Zacchaeus couldn't get in front of the crowd, but he had a hunger in his heart to see Jesus. It wasn't enough for him to stand at the back of the crowd and miss seeing Jesus. It wasn't enough for him to listen as someone described what was happening out the front there as Jesus walked by. He had to see him with his own eyes. So he went out on a limb, literally. He climbed a tree and went out on a limb so that he could see Jesus. Would you be willing to do the same tonight? Would you be willing to go out on a limb to see Jesus? Because not everyone will. Would you? What would you do so that you could see Jesus? All of the people I've mentioned tonight were desperate to see him. They did whatever it took to see him. They traveled a long way. Some waited. Some went out on a limb. I want to encourage you this Christmas, don't be satisfied with anything less than Jesus. Don't be sidetracked with everything that the world tries to tell you Christmas is about. Christmas is about Jesus. Don't be content with just seeing the stars in the sky. Seek him like the shepherds did. Long for him like Simeon did. Worship him like the wise men did. Do what Zacchaeus did. Risk whatever it takes to see him. I grew up in a Christian home. And I decided at some point in my life that I didn't want to see Jesus anymore. That it was all just, all the fun was outside. It wasn't inside, it was outside. And so I spent a while wandering around, having fun. And I was miserable, totally miserable. Because when you see Jesus, it ruins you for everything else. When you really see him and he touches your heart, Nothing else satisfies. And he, he never let me go. And he wanted to be seen by me again. And I remember standing outside of a pub at the age of 16, somewhere I shouldn't have been, doing something I shouldn't have been doing, and saying, God... I actually do. I'm sorry. I really need you in my life. I am miserable without you. And all it took was that. That was just, he showed himself to me again right at that moment and he totally changed my life within two weeks. Everything changed. That scripture in Hebrew says, God rewards those who seek him. Him, not religion, not doctrine, 
not systems, not creeds. Many people, they just settle for so much less than Jesus. But the reward, Jesus, that's the reward, Jesus. That reward goes to those who seek for nothing less than him. He is the true miracle. He is the true wonder of Christmas. Can I have the band up? I don't know where you are tonight in your journey of faith. But God does. Our maker, he wants all of his sons, all of his daughters to know how deep and how wide and how how wonderful his love is for us and his grace is for us. Why don't you ask Jesus to show himself to you tonight? To show you who he really is. The most important person in all creation. He is the maker of your soul. He is the lover of your soul. Why don't you call on him today? We're going to pray a prayer now. It's a private prayer. It's, it's a prayer between you and God. But we're going to pray it all together, out loud. If you're comfortable with that, I invite you to do that and to open up your heart to Jesus as we pray this together. Dear God, thank you for putting eternity in my heart. I know that in my search for the way, my search for the truth and in my search for life I have been searching for Jesus I'm sorry for my sins and ignoring you I know that I need saving thank you for providing Jesus as the answer so I don't have to strive anymore Thank you that he died for my sins. I invite you to come into my heart and to show me how to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au. We hope to see you in church again this weekend.